returning the shopping carts in the Rayleigh's parking lot, picking the gum from under the tables at McDonald's. Any minimum wage career that you can think of can afford you more than $18 sufficient enough to purchase you a coffee maker from Walmart and make your own coffee. But you don't want that. You don't want your girlfriend or boyfriend's piss poor attempts if they burnt up mocha latte attempts. No. You want a molten lava grande served to you by an 18-year-old white woman majoring in liberal arts with a minor in flower picking. Dutch Bros Coffee, are you in good hands? It has been quite some time since I did a broadcast in English, but we are here. We are live. What is going on with you? Much love, peace, and chicken grease. How are you doing? How are you feeling? What's up? Shout out to every single pair of ears that is listening to me live. Let's do it. Um, first off, what's going on? Uh, I know to all my beautiful people who love hearing me, who love hearing this wonderful rhetoric that I spit, that I spew, I know it has been some time, like I said earlier, I, it has been some time since I did a broadcast in English. Yes, I've been so focused on bettering my Spanish. That's just been the whole goal right now. I've just been hell-bent on that. So I apologize, but it is what it is. Um, let's just hop right into it. Let's just hop right into the conversation. Let's hop right into it. Is Kamala Harris black enough? Is she black enough? So unless you're sleeping under a rock, or unless you just don't care about politics like that, you might have heard that Joe Biden has decided to choose Kamala Harris as his running mate for presidency of this, of that is the United States of America. Um, I do not like Joe Biden. I've always thought he just, I've always felt like, I've always looked at Joe Biden as almost like a puppet. Like, I don't feel, I don't feel 86, I don't feel 25% of the words that come out of his mouth are words that he actually really sat down and thought about or opinions that he really construed or thought of himself. I think he's just saying what a councilman of people like the Jedi Council with Yoda and Mace Windu in Star Wars Episode 2. I feel like they're deciding what he needs to say and then having him say it. So I don't get an authentic feel from him. I do think this is a right move to choose Kamala Harris because, you know, I feel like whoever is in this camp told him, hey, man, you got to get somebody that's going to get the black vote on your side. You're going to get somebody that's going to get the quote unquote woke vote on your side. Kamala Harris is probably a good option, a good choice. I mean, if I was in, I would have chose Bernie Sanders. But, you know, maybe him and Bernie Sanders don't get along like that. I do know that the Democratic Party turned their back on Bernie Sanders. So, you know, that might not have been an option as well. I honestly didn't care about this because my initial take when I my initial thought when I saw that Kamala voted for uh, Kamala's running with him, my initial thought was, nigga, that's still not going to do it. That is still not going to do it. You are not going to defeat Trump just because you got this beautiful black woman on your side. The only reason I'm having a conversation about this right now and talking to you guys about this right now is because in lieu in lieu of him being of him choosing her to be his running of her to of him choosing her to be his running mate, a very interesting conversation started on Twitter. Very interesting conversation, and it was questioning Kamala Harris's blackness. Um, Kamala Harris is half Jamaican and half Indian. Her mother's Indian, her father's Jamaican, and as I'm to understand, she was raised in Canada. So 
there are some people who are saying, you know, how can we even look at her as a black woman and she's Indian or she's Jamaican or she's this or she's that and et cetera, et cetera. And it started an even deeper conversation that I felt like it'd be dope to have on this podcast about just how we view blackness, how we view what is being black, what authenticizes you as being black. Are we having this conversation about her just because she's lighter skinned? You know, I remember when Barack Obama first came out. Barack Obama's actually mid-skinned. He's not light-skinned. But I remember when he first started running, there was there was a significant amount of black people who were saying, is he really black because he's half-white? And it's like, so here's my personal take on it. And I want you guys to tell me what you think. I see in America, our ancestors of this country, who toiled and turmoiled in this country, they were raised on the idea, on the fundamental belief that if your ass had even one drop of black blood in you, and I don't know how much that one drop is, but it's not that much, then you were black. If you were one sixteenth black, that meant if like your great great granddad was black, then nigga, you were a nigger. So we are naturally raised, you know, it's kind of it's kind of the same thing like how you see a person like a Colin Kaepernick or Harry Belafonte, or Louis Louis Farrakhan, who are obviously all the lighter shades, but they'll still identify as black because, you know, historically we were taught that if you were just even a little bit black, you were black. Um, And truth be told, America's always been like that. Like, there are a slew of people in America who... The interesting thing about being in that, what her situation is half Indian and half black. The interesting thing about that, and this is usually if it makes with white, if you're mixed with white, you're never white mixed with a little black. You're black and you're half white. You know what I'm trying to say? Like if you're Mexican and you're half white, you're never white and just a little bit Mexican. You're Mexican, but you're kind of like a half white. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's it's, inter- it's an interesting concept about that. So um, to further break that down, I don't question I don't question her blackness on that aspect because I still don't think we have a good grip on what blackness is. I keep telling people this all the time. Even just to be black is a white man's concept. The idea of being black, the idea that just because you and all of us are vaguely the same skin tone, we're all more or less the same ethnic group or treated like the same ethnic group makes no sense. When you go to Africa, there are a plethora of hundreds of different tribes that are the same same skin tone as me or darker and they all a lot of them do not fuck with each other they all a lot of them do not see each other do not see each other as the same a lot of them do not see themselves as black they see themselves as hutu then you're tutsi and we might not fuck with you they see themselves as bantu and then you're koi and we might not fuck with you because of that so it is something to be said about that where i would argue that with kamala harris initially what i would say is being that you grew up in Canada and being that you might have had a different experience, how could you speak to the experience of being a black person in America? But the argument to that could be she worked out here as a politician, as a prosecutor. She's uh, been in really open and public relationships with blacks. And there was one really popular black um, politician. I forgot his name. She was in a relationship with him. So she's 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 walked through the hallway of what it is to be a black person in this country and in the career in the workplace out here so she knows what it is to be out she i think she knows what the struggles that a black person is going to face in the workplace now 
So I'm not going to question her blackness on that. My issue with Kamala Harris, honestly, if you want to have a real conversation, is I've seen her in, I've seen her in um in um interviews. To me, she just comes off as really unrelatable. I feel like she's really unrelatable. I feel like she doesn't have any charisma. Beautiful person, beautiful woman. With that also being said, me thinking that she doesn't have charisma, that she's not relatable, those two things have shit to do with you being an efficient leader. She could have no charisma. She could not know how to relate to people, but could still be a talented leader. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, this, the, out of the 45, 46 Harvard presidents that we've had, We've had a plethora of presidents that were not necessarily talented in the art of presidenting, not talented in the art of politicizing, but because they were charismatic, might have been fair of face, might have been funny, witty, might have had the great connections. We let them lead this country and sometimes into to devastation at some, some sometimes, you know, some could argue even now. But so. I my thing with Kamala is I'm not looking for her to be charismatic. I think that's the issue with Americans. We want our presidents to be charismatic and relatable. I want them to be efficient. And I will say with her when it comes to being relatable, and plus she's a prosecutor, so it's kind of hard with that too. I think more than being relatable, you have to be more than being relatable. You have to be you have to be understanding. Because she is a prosecutor. Last year I did some research about her past, like the past laws and legislation that she had, that she voted for or that she helped get into effect. And there was something that she had voted. I can't remember. I can't think of all at the back of my head, but there was something she helped get into effect that I did agree with. There's something she did that I didn't agree with, but working as a prosecutor, I, and she's admitted some of the stuff that she did. Some of the stuff that I did disagree with, she has admitted to and said it was wrong. So, you know, there's no perfect people. I think black people just in general, the hardest part with, with Kamala Harris, honestly, I understand them picking her because they might want to get the black vote. And for sure, they want to get something that galvanizes black people. But what he has to understand is black people really do not fuck with Kamala Harris like that. They just don't. And I don't know if it's because she has a history of it as a prosecutor. I don't know if it's just she's not relatable. It's just it's like we don't fuck with her like that. You know, I, I, I don't. She just doesn't come for me personally. It's just she doesn't come off as. And like I said, she might be an efficient leader. She might really have what it takes to be a very efficient leader in this country. But just for me personally, I've seen her in interviews. She just doesn't come off as it. She just doesn't come off as genuine to me. Like it's, it feels odd. Like now, but you know, her coming off as genuine while the camera's rolling might have nothing to do with her actually being efficient and helping change things in this country. And it will be told. Remember real conversation. I still don't know what a vice president does. So. Him picking her as his running mate, I don't like. I don't. I, I don't know what the hell Joe Biden did when he was vice president while Barack Obama was president. I don't know. I have no idea what. I don't know what they do. I don't know if they. I don't know if they. If they. If they bowl with you when you go bowling at, at Stars and Strikes. I don't know if they help you pick your groceries list out. So it's hard for me to really kind of get behind. Um, it's hard for me to really kind of get behind this. Um, you know, more power to him, you know, more power to him. I support the movement, but it's like, it's one of those things was like, um, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. So, um, that's why I said that, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, whatever this comes out, I still don't think, I don't still, I still don't think this is going to be enough to change anything. I still think, uh, Donald Trump's probably going to win, but you know, Hey, 
what can you do? What can you do when hair when dead Trump's coming for you? But um, that's pretty much all I wanted to say. I want to get into a deeper conversation, but I feel like I don't have the passion for it right now. So, much love, peace, and chicken grease. This is the Greatest Voice Podcast. Thank you for being a part of the family, for being a part of the mob, and I shall talk to you guys later. Thank you, Basus. <laughs>